This is Chris from the AZ Brandcast. Mike and I hope you enjoy this series of interviews from Phoenix Design Week 2018. In this set of interviews, we'll be talking with Melissa Balcon, Denise Leon, and Jacinda Walker. We hope you enjoy. Um, uh, who do we have next? So next up, we have Melissa Balkan. Okay. And sat down. We have someone else on our list, too, right? Yeah. Oh, we were supposed to have John. Is John among us? Is John here? Nope. Nope. John is okay. not here. All right. So you're up, Melissa. Hi. Melissa, how's it going? I'm Chris. Hey Good to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Good, Good to see you again, you. Melissa. <laughs> yeah. I've never done a podcast before, so. All right. Well, you're doing great so far. Thanks. So far, so good. <laughs> awesome job sitting down. That was amazing. Um, so, uh, so tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about what you do. Tell sure. us about yourself. Uh, well, I'm Melissa Balkin, and I run a studio here in Arizona called Strong Design Studios, and um, we specialize in developing meaningful brands and websites for mostly small businesses and startups. So. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, and Mike, Melissa does great work. Excellent. I'll attest to that. She does great so, work. Thank you. According to the AZ Brandcast. Is that, is that our official stance? Or is that? <laughs> yeah, let's just go. <laughs> so, yeah. that's, you're officially endorsed. <laughs> officially endorsed. You can put that on your website Brandcast. if you would like. Excellent. Can you send <laughs> yes. me a logo? Yeah, yeah, I'll send you a logo. <laughs> totally. Officially endorsed by AZ Brandcast. <laughs> so, so, Melissa, on to the next uh, question, um, which is a very heavy question. Um, okay. hate to roll right into it, but um, if you woke up tomorrow as an animal, which animal would you choose to be and why? I'm glad you asked me that one because that's one I actually have an answer for. I went through these and there's a couple that I was like, I don't even know what I'd say to this. All right. So I would be a cat. I love cats. I know they're not the most loved animals ever, but I love they're I know, just there's like a lot, a lot of people that love cats. People are hot yeah, and cold like about cats. They're like stealthy yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. I, I like, like I, I like their little personalities. Yeah, that's what it, I, I hate. Kind of hate cats, but I also think they're hilarious. <laughs> they are hilarious. Have you seen the like, cucumber? It's like they're videos? smart, but dumb at the same time. Yes, <laughs> it's like they're plotting. They're like the little kid who's like trying to plot, and you can kind of see through their plot. But it's it's kind of hilarious. And they have like a lot of moxie. Time. Like they're always willing to like try to jump to that really far away thing they shouldn't be jumping towards a lot of ambition (laughs) we have a neighborhood cat and it likes to sit in the smack middle of the street and just let cars drive around it and i just love that cat so much that's (laughs) awesome that cat would yeah you would want that cat cat if you had kids because then it would slow down traffic and then i I would be the neighbor that would like yell at it every time every time i drove down the street get out of the street yeah (laughs) like Get low. I'm about to drive over you. That's kind of like what I, you know, it's like, good luck. Yeah, I don't think I'd do that. I'd feel really bad if I'm something horrible. terrible happened. Yeah, I should I should retract that statement right now. Yeah, that, that statement to. is not endorsed by no. Easy Brand. <laughs> not endorsed. Okay. All right. So to, to, do we want to go to the question? Do we want to get to the real stuff, the meat? Yeah, let's, let's right. jump right in. So, Melissa, first up, uh, little bit of intro az brandcast is all about understanding what makes a great brand and in particular how do we how how is that happening um organically in arizona um just with the community that we are a part of um as a as a state and all the many communities that make up our state so we wanted to ask everyone today being that most of them are designers how does design um provide a means of identity to arizona as a as a community a whole bunch of people living in one place. Identity, oh man. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm not sure if like kind of my response that like addresses identity or not, but yeah. um, 
one of the things I value the most is this design community, like this Method Madness, Phoenix Design Week, Phoenix Design Community. Um, Mike knows this, but I actually moved out of state a couple years ago thinking I wanted to go back close to my family. Mm. Oh, traitor. Oh, but quickly, you're untraitor. Yes, untraitor. Okay. Within <laughs> six months, I was starting to think back about coming back here. And I was back in 18 months. And like literally at least half the reason was this design community. Like I just mm, realized awesome. how unreplicatable it is elsewhere. Like where I moved to, I thought like, oh, you know, I'm going to meet a bunch of people and like, you know, get involved in their community. And then I kind of realized they're really like, well, there were a lot of designers. There was not really a community. And there were nice, like, really nice people. But there wasn't, like, this... There's, like, some magic here that, like, I don't mm. think exists anywhere else. You know, even in, like, large cities, I don't, I don't think there's, like, the level of, like, true community that we have here. And so I think that's something that's, like, really valuable that we have. Hmm. So. so where'd you go? I want the dirt. Where did you go? Oh, well, my family, I grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan, but okay. where I ended up moving to was Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. And if any of them happen to listen to this, they're all amazing people. <laughs> but they're, like, there's just, there's really something special here with our design community. So. That's cool. Yeah. I've been Do talking to a couple other people here today, too, who kind of agreed, you know, they'd lived yeah. in other cities or mm-hmm. went and traveled for extended periods of time to other cities. And they were like, yeah, there's just something different here. Is there is there anything in particular that jumps into your mind as to like why that community our community here is special or, yeah. or what's made yeah. it special? Yeah, so I did a lot of thinking about this that you yeah. lived in Indianapolis. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I was like, why do I miss that so much, and why can't I replicate it here? Um, I think you know Phoenix is kind of this melting pot, right? Like, there's the joke is no one's really from here, but yeah. I actually think that's like a something that makes us stronger is because we all know what it's like to be an outsider and so like we're pretty good at like just taking people into the fold hmm. like, oh what are yep. you good at? oh you like that i can send a client your way or oh, i got this project i'd like to collaborate with you on and mm. i don't think that i don't think that happens at least in like a, like a place like indianapolis you know like a lot more people are from that general area probably you get some of that in you know, like big cities like New York, LA, you know, that kind of thing where there's a lot of transplants to those cities. But um, I do think that that is something that we like to joke about as maybe like a negative or something about Phoenix, but I think it's something that makes us actually stronger because we're very good at like adopting people into our family, whether it's our design community family or even just like our actual like family families here you know like I know I have a couple friends it's like go to Thanksgiving every year with them because they're my Arizona family mm. that's <laughs> so, cool yeah I think that's something that we have here that's special that's cool I wonder how we can continue to keep that as a as a, an aspect or an attribute of Arizona as we grow yeah like what causes that I don't know yeah that's a really good question yeah I think we'll have to have a follow-up podcast. Will you come on our podcast another time? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, Um, I'm going to have to give that some more. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We can do do like a panel discussion or something. (laughs) To be continued, Some different ideas going. Yes. So uh, what uh, what kind of businesses should move here and why? Or organizations. Or organizations. It doesn't have to be a business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, you know, I think, you know, there's like that talk about like the where's the next Amazon headquarters and stuff like that. I do think that 
Phoenix is a really great place for tech companies to come. Mm. I think there's a lot of talent here. There's a lot of passion here mm. um, and a lot of creativity here that's not being all the way tapped, not to mention, you know, we just have all those these resources that, you know, we've talked about like a lot of times before, like as opposed to like a San Francisco, like we have lots of land and it's really not that expensive <laughs> compared to some of these other cities and um, housing's really affordable and yeah. stuff like that. So, I mean, I think some of these mm. growing companies like, uh, you know, creating additional headquarters here and stuff like that is really beneficial for that. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I know that's been a really big topic amongst a lot of people lately is should Amazon be here? Yeah. Mm, yeah. There's, there's some contention around that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that everyone's on the same page, but I think there is a growing sense of like, yeah, this this could be a, a really cool place for, for yeah. companies like that at yeah. least. Yeah. So what's your so <clears throat> so far at Design Week? Oh, is it your turn to ask a question? I can ask a question. <laughs> so as it. you've been here at yeah. Phoenix Design Week <laughs> in the Method Madness conference, what's been some of the takeaways so far for you? Any highlights or um, things that are sticking out or that you wanna well, Take home I really tomorrow. liked, you know, speaking of Arizona and the community, what's special and whatever, I really liked uh, hearing from uh, Kelsey and Chris. Mm. Um, I really, I wasn't expecting them to make that comment about um, looking to the global stage for inspiration rather than just our peers, but I thought that was really, really interesting, and I, I'd never really thought about that before, but I think that if we all start doing that a little bit in Granted, we have to be careful to not just start to become copycats, you know, mm. like like we should take inspiration and like kind of use use looking at other people like that to kind of like open our minds, but not necessarily just like do what they're doing. Mm. Right. But I thought that was a really interesting point that that does make a lot of sense that that can start like growing us up as a city and as a design community and stuff like that. So. I really love that statement. That was like one that's kind of like ringing in my mind. That's so. awesome. Is it kind of like standing on the shoulders of giants, but that doesn't imply that you're just like everybody else, even though you're you're borrowing from the momentum and the I learning think, of I the rest of the that, world? That comment about standing on the shoulders of giants makes a lot of sense. Like, mm. like maybe we're more in the point of like finding the giants and trying to like climb up them to get out there. <laughs> <So> right. <laughs> but like trying to aspire to standing on the shoulders of giants yeah right and if you're interpreting that you're 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 giving it new meaning that's because that's always what we're doing right in design is interpreting Mm -hmm. you know something that that's already there giving it meaning and context and yeah that's awesome uh so i think last up last last question is it the last question already time flies i know well, we could we could throw another one in there. Let's throw another one because we have like five minutes. Wow, I um, short answers. It's like the first time in my life I have. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're getting good at, at asking them very efficiently too. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, um, which is the first and last time that'll ever happen. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make sure of that. Yeah. Um, so, um, so can we ask her to expand on something? Yeah. Um, okay. This is. Uh, we weren't prepared. No, we're utterly unprepared. Maybe we should. Uh, maybe well, why don't we? Why don't we go, go through into, the last question? Yeah, we'll just and go then the if we've question. got time, we'll just keep talking. Yeah, let's do so, it. So um, the last question is really just like, what are you up to? Where can people find you? And is there anything you're working on that you want to tell people about that they can check out, or ways that you can partner with them, or 
like yeah, partner you, with you. You get more time to talk about yourself. Now. Okay. Because yeah. you're so efficient. Who <laughs> 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 uh, Let's see. Where can you find me? Uh, well, there's probably a lot of places, but I've been putting a lot of focus on Instagram lately. Hmm. Um, just trying to like get better at sharing work there and developing kind of community there. Um, so that's probably like the best place to like get exposed to all the things that I'm doing because there's just a little bit of everything. And uh, my Instagram handle is at mvalkin, so it's my first initial last name. M. M. As in Melissa. As in Melissa. M. M. Balkin. B a l k o n. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Just making that really clear for all the. Not like the Balkans. All the listeners. No, it's Balkan. a little different. It's close though. It's close, There's but an not o quite. O n, not a n. A n. Exactly. And and what's fun that you're working on right now? Oh, let's see. What am I working on? Um. Well, I've been getting very into um, like painting, which is like totally non. I mean, it's kind of designy because it's creative, yeah. but it's. Uh, I've been trying to learn to paint. I guess mm. you'd say so. That's something. And, what have you um, been painting? Well, I'm. I've made myself focus on watercolor. Um, so, been using watercolor medium, hmm. and I'm particularly interested in like, uh, kind of the like how floral and like abstract kind of come together um that's cool yeah that's really cool is any of that online somewhere that people can check out well i haven't gotten very far okay (laughs) perfect but if you follow me on instagram but she did buy the canvas she bought the canvas she bought the canvas she has some watercolors well i've been i'm kind of in experimenting yeah kind of dabbling i've got my little pop-up here at method madness yeah you see a few watercolors in there i don't know they're not very you know, juxtaposed with abstract yet, but <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm working towards it. So and you, you have, long. you actually have like an online store, right? Yeah. On Etsy, I believe. Yeah, it's on Etsy. Um, so the name of kind of like my prints and art and watercolor mm-hmm. stuff, it's Strong Design Goods. Yeah. Um, so you can go to strongdesigngoods.co. Yeah. Um, and it'll redirect to my Etsy store, and then my actual design studio is just strongdesign.co. That's awesome. So. Yeah, I know. I was. Um, I was on there a couple weeks ago checking out some of your your goods yeah some of your merch yeah. i like i really now like the the kind of the arizona centric stuff so. what yeah like, okay ever since i came now we're back getting somewhere to got, got chris interested yeah ever since i came back to arizona so this is something that might be interesting to you okay is i feel like i chose arizona the first time i moved here it was kind of like friends were moving and i wanted to get out of the cold hmm. so i just came and it was good, and I, you know, grew a lot here. But then I thought I wanted to, you know, go away, stupidly. <laughs> <laughs> but when I came back, I feel like like I, I have chosen Phoenix now. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just a default. So, mm-hmm. um, so I'm super passionate about like I have a, a, like a lot of my prints are Arizona related yeah. and stuff like that because I'm really big into kind of like claiming this place as my home and like helping other people to do it too. So I dig that. Yeah. yeah. Go check out we her her store. It's awesome. But right now, don't do it this second because it's closed. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I need to update the well, in it tonight, so it should be open in a day or two. We, okay, we, we can go check out the pop up shop downstairs and or upstairs. Yeah, upstairs, upstairs, because yep. yep. yeah. we're downstairs. I'll be there till five. So. We will. We'll do yeah. that. Cool. Melissa, thank you so much for joining thank us. Yeah, thank you, Melissa. So, so, 
We are we are back. Yes, this hey. is AZ Brandcast <laughs> at Phoenix Design Week at the Method and Madness con- uh, conference. Yes, it is. We've been interviewing lots and lots of people today about their experience with design in Arizona and the identity of Arizona and mm-hmm. kind of the community that is flourishing here. Yep. And uh, right now we've got Denise. Right? Did I get your name right? Yes, Woo! Denise Leon. I know, that's what threw me. I was like, I hope it's Denise, yes, but I don't know if it's... I like it. It's more exotic. Other... It's more exotic. Who wants a boring, like, eh? Yeah, 1S. Nobody 1S wants Denise. 1S. And they usually know who I am once they see a greeting, but, you know, yeah. the funny thing is that it actually happened by accident. I guess the person typing it, they just, like... That's crazy. And my mom's like, okay, fine, let's just leave it like, like that. Like, let's go <laughs> with it. It costs more money to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> The two S's, it has momentum. <laughs> Why do you have two S's in your name? Because well, my mom's cheap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's a cool story, though. Yeah. It's like a cool way to like get there. Yeah. You know, it's not just like, oh, well, I felt like two S's was really going to be like unique and special. And right. Yeah. yeah. Thinking outside the box. Because it, it doesn't, it, come across, it comes across as approachable and not like, you know, like two s's like yeah. why do you need two s's like <laughs> who are you, you too know? good for one s <laughs> yeah too good for one s oh that's so, no, that's a humble story i like it um where are you from Denise? i'm originally from mexico city uh, okay i moved basically my mom kind of pretty much came and dropped me off when i was 17 oh yeah um, i was a little bit of a brat so she's like you need a change in scenery <laughs> i'm gonna send you somewhere where you don't know the language and you don't know anybody wow. you will be reformed <laughs> did it work that's awesome. <laughs> nice. That's so awesome. I, I, as you can tell with my mom, there's a lot of extremes, just uh-huh. like with the S. You know? yeah. <laughs> We're going to go drop you off on another country. That's you, awesome. Your mom is the source of many good stories, it sounds <laughs> yes. like. So, Denise, um, we have a question for you to start you off. So, um, it's very serious and heavy. I uh, hope you're ready for it. Mm, if yeah. you could live anywhere on this planet and take everything that you love with you, where would you choose to live? And tell us why. I've been wanting to go visit Osaka, Japan. Like mm. Japan has been one of my top list. And I think part of it is their language is incredibly interesting, you know, like they have all these characters and, and just the culture. And I've been reading so much about Japan um, in the sense that just their values, you know, they, since they, they, everybody's a kid there, they teach them like these these moral values, you know, mm. that, that it becomes like an everyday occurrence. They don't even have to think about it. Um, so I just find the culture itself real, very amazing. And I, in Osaka in particular, because I heard that they built an airport on water, literally on the water. So wow. when you fly in, you fly into I mean, that's incredible. That's cool. Yeah. That is pretty good. <clears throat> I got to change my answer from earlier when I was thinking about that one. Oh, okay. To Osaka now, because I want to. I want to <laughs> land on the ocean. Yeah, that, that see that, that that starts to bridge to my to my um to my city in the middle of the sea, the, yeah. the ocean that I've been thinking about. Hmm. So yeah, so that gets me going down that route. I that knew road. you were some crazy Atlantis like. Yeah, it's basically conspiracy Atl- theorist. Atlantis. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <clears throat> awesome answer. Gotta work on your Japanese though. Yeah. No. I well maybe, but oh. um, it doesn't have to be in. Oh, Japan. Okay. So it can be like in the middle, like it could be the new Hawaii, True. man-made Hawaii. Maybe like <laughs> just off of a, a of a nice surf break that's in the middle of the ocean, so you can go surfing. Uh, like stuff. the next Moana type of thing. I'm getting way off topic. Okay. Right? <laughs> yes, yeah. the next Moana. Yeah. Yeah. So I could okay. see you laying down some really nice vocal tracks for a Disney movie. 
Yeah. Yeah. Only would I have a South African accent and pretend it's a Hawaiian <laughs> accent like the guy. In the <laughs> but that bothered me a lot. That guy. Anyway, all right, yeah, getting yeah. off topic all right. again. All right, off so, topic. <laughs> um, Mike, do you want to introduce, so you want to bring us back onto yeah, the Yeah, so we're going to bring it back around. So um, like we said, AZ Brandcast or Arizona Brandcast is about um, uncovering what it means to build great brands. And in particular, what does it mean to build the brand that is Arizona? Because um, we feel like there's an opportunity that everyone is, as a community within Arizona or a community of communities is has an opportunity to do that. And so... Um, one of our goals today in talking to a lot of different designers is to get the design community perspective of what it means to be in Arizona and what it means to be developing a community here. So we'd love to hear your perspective on that. Um, the question is, how does design make Arizona more of who and what we need to be as a state? I think it, there's something very interesting about Arizona, you know, just the history itself, uh, looking back in, during the World War II, when, you, I mean, as hard as it sounds, but we had like all these intern camps, and then just next to us we have California, and, and in the 1800s we had all these acts about even removing immigrants, like Indian immigrants, Chinese immigrants, um, because you know they brought it at some point to work in the fields. Um, and I know this has nothing to do necessarily with design, but I think it has a big influence on to look at just Arizona, the state of Arizona on its own, of this huge immigrant influence that we've mm. had and if you think about it, that is one big melting pot, which is what the United States is all about. It's one big yeah. melting pot of ideas and combining all those things. Um, and unlike the New York or, or California or even Portland, you know, the, the creative areas there, they kind of have their own flair and kind of style. Arizona, it, it has it in, in a very richful way. It's hmm. not just one, you know, like New York, you know, have more like, you have to have maybe even the, uh, several degrees in design in order to, to be considered, you know, be a part of that community. Here is more like you bring what you have, you bring it to the table, and it kind of makes it more richful, you know, yeah. rich, rich all around. Would you say that Arizona, especially from a design community perspective, is, is a more accessible community? In that regard? Absolutely. Okay. And I think it, it opens up to, again, I think there's something about having this big melting pot and feeling like, and I know we've been talking a lot about differences and diversity, and yes, there's still a lot of work that has to be done. Sure. But at the same time, I feel like there's a lot of inclusivity, and it's almost like whatever you're bringing to the table, you're welcome to bring it because it's only going to make us stronger. Hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, I think that's a... I'm glad to hear that's a positive. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes, I, you know, we were talking about this at lunch of like, you know, where does Arizona sit on that spectrum of like inclusivity and, mm. and diversity? And I think you'll probably get a lot. You'll get a diverse uh, set of opinions if you went and asked, mm-hmm. you know, 20 people off the street on that regard. But Which is really important thing, right? Yep. That you have diversity of opinion yep. and diversity of point of view, right? And that's a, I feel like that's the first step, you know, like to, to be able to even be open to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because the moment you close those walls down, you automatically don't want to even open the opportunity. I don't know. There's, that's something I love about traveling. I love traveling, all, you know, all the time just because it opens your mind to new things. Hmm. And I think once you get settled into one specific area, to me, you stop growing and mm-hmm. you stop being open to like mm-hmm. what. And I think that that's part of what design and, and just arts in general 
should be about to be open to those opportunities to create new things in order to innovate you need to be able to to be open to those things otherwise you'll you'll get like you kind of hit the the the, um, the ceiling at that, mm. at that point mm-hmm. that's mm. awesome so uh <clears throat> so with that in mind uh what um what kind of business or organization should come to arizona right given what given the character of diversity that we have right um and what what company organization would you most like to see move to Arizona, and why? My first response actually would be, why would we want a company to move to Arizona when we have the best talent here already that mm. we can create actually that company? You know, um, that would be like my rebel side of <laughs> me. You know, side of me is like, you know, why when we can create as creators and designers, we can make it happen. We don't need to bring you know other companies. But I guess maybe the proper answer would be more <laughs> like, um, I think one of the companies I, I really like how they just work, uh, I actually like MailChimp a lot. Hmm, MailChimp. And just how they automate things and the way they think about it and the co- the, um, the things that they fund even, you know, so through some of their grants. They're kind of a little bit maybe too out there, hmm. but at the same time, I think that it's one of those companies where um, you you can tell that they are having fun at what they're doing Mm. and i think Mm. that's one of the things that sometimes we take our design work too seriously and everything we do we forget to have fun (laughs) and and i think that's one of the cool things about arizona we actually know how to have fun and i can see how melting could be like a nice integration into the culture because when you bring a company like that uh, the way i see it is they shouldn't come to try to change the culture but they should come to to enhance what the culture is already about yeah that's awesome. I that I'm gonna quote that. Yeah, <laughs> Arizona knows how to have fun. Yeah, that's a that's a great. Um, you, I think you've identified identified something new. We we've talked with a lot of people both today and and over the course of, you know, this last year as we've been running this podcast. And one of the things we're looking for, like, what are those attributes that people talk about when they talk about Arizona? And um, I think you've nailed something new, and yet I think it's real. I don't think that. Um, I don't think anyone else has quite expressed it that way. Like nope, we, we, we can have way. fun here. Yeah. Um, and I, I would agree. I would totally yeah, agree. Party time. And yeah. we'll, <laughs> I, I think there's enough. Let's we can go make, get some beers right now. Let's go. Our work here is finished. <laughs> I think, but I, and, and I also think that like, there's enough stuff to make fun of ourselves yes. about that, that I didn't think of that as a strength, but now I'm starting to see in context with what you just said is this whole idea that you know, if we can make fun of yourself, you can have fun and you, you mm-hmm. don't, you're not taking yourself so seriously and you're able to have fun with the work and get, obviously yep. as designers and, you know, uh, you know, we know that that's what creates the, you know, good work, right? Right. And, and, I mean, and yeah, I mean, if you th- look at thousands of studies, there's already on Google, you know, thanks to Google, there, you know, the, the, the kids that are the most creative are the ones that actually use play there. Mm. And there's actually oh. even... Um, there's an author, Kevin, I don't remember his last name, but he wrote an entire book about the, the, the role of playing as adults mm-hmm. to be able to <clears throat> continue nurturing that creativity. Yep. So as creators, we should be playing. That mm-hmm. should not be something that we think about it just for kids, you know, under the age of you know, yep. 10 or something like that. Um, because the reality, I feel like it's part of who we are and that's where oftentimes we find solutions yep. to yep. playing. Yep. yep. Yeah, because you're able to, within the context of the rules, right, because every game has rules, right. but it, it gives you a platform from which 
those rules provide the, the loose boundaries from which uh, how interactions between the players and between the artifacts come to life, right? I think, you know, I know with, with my agency, one of our big things is always improv. We, we really like to instill a sense of improvisation and pure creativity in our work because mm -hmm. we know that that's where great ideas come from. And when we censor ourselves, right, we, we overthink or we spend too much time on the critical side rather than on the generative side of, of coming up with ideas and letting ideas play off of each other, mm -hmm. uh, that our work becomes constricted, right? Mm -hmm. And we will still have good ideas, but they might not have been as creative or as interesting as they could have been. Or as developed. Or as developed, yeah. Um, and we make a big distinction around like time for faucet thinking, letting mm -hmm. ideas like just mm -hmm. generate and funnel thinking when we take those ideas and we funnel them through a rubric of like, okay, what are our goals? What are our objectives? How do we achieve those? Which of these ideas that's, you know, we'll have a handful of totally outlandish ideas, which of these great outlandish ideas can actually accomplish the goals that we have? Um, and you know, the way I see it, to be honest, it's almost like play, it, it brings the human element to the design concept and mm -hmm. the business aspect that we have. You know, you can build a table, but the table is, it's only going to continue being an object until a human actually uses it. Yep. And that's where the play comes into it. Play adds sort of that human experience into the process. It's now it. a story. It's now a story. Yeah. And, uh, that's, uh, that's so good. <laughs> you got my brain going about like watching my kids play with their little play kitchen and how like these little plastic like pieces of fake food right. that don't really have any meaning in and of themselves become like a story about <laughs> making food for mom, mm -hmm. making dinner for mom, and all the steps that you know my son will go through to like create that little fake dish of food, and and it doesn't even matter. He'll you know he'll combine stuff that you're like I would never do that, right? Like I would never put I would never put cheese and bread in my pot and boil them, <laughs> right. but that's what he's doing, you know. And, and he's and he thinks it's an amazing meal. Mm -hmm. um, and part of that's because it's just I'm doing it for mom. And so I, I you know, you're like, oh, that's so sweet. You don't care that I would never actually eat that. But <laughs> guys, this is awesome. Time has snuck up on us. Oh my goodness! Do you know what time it is? We have one minute left, and All I right. want to give her a chance to talk about. But I want to. We need to get her on the podcast. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, that's settled. Um, so you're, you're, you're going <laughs> to get podcast. an invite. Okay. We'll let you know. Yes. Um, and then uh, uh, the last question is uh, one thing you're working on right now and, and where we can find more about. We are working on this big production called Celebration of Christmas. Uh, it's about 15 performances over a period of two weeks. Holy cow. Uh, so over those two weeks, we have about 45,000 people that come see the show. Oh, my goodness. And part of my job is all the marketing and, and the promotions aspect to that. Um, and I work together with another person that does like all the costuming. It's an incredible wow. production. So, yeah, um, you can see our work at celebrationofchristmas.org. Um, okay. We're actually selling tickets already. If you guys want to come see our show. That's awesome. We'll definitely we'll have check to it get out. you some tickets to you guys so you guys come see it. Oh, we'll be awesome. it. We have flying angels and everything. <laughs> we have animals on stage. Flying <laughs> angels, real animals, settled. Dude, we're, we're, there, we're there. Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. Thank Denise, you. thank you so much. Thank you. Did I say Melissa? You did. That's okay. It's, it's the two S's it's thing. I was like, what's the name with two S's? Yeah, sorry. It's Denise. <laughs> Denise, thank Denise you so Leon. Much. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay. 
So let's jump right in. We have, all right. Let's Just jump right tell in. us a little bit about yourself. Yes. <laughs> Who are you and what do you do? Uh, well, I'm a graphic designer by trade. Um, I also am a founder and executive director of Design Explorer. Mm. And I also serve right now of AIGA's Diversity and Inclusion Task Force. That's awesome. So it's kind of my thing right yeah. now. Yeah. As we've heard, we've heard your name pop up a few times already. Yes. 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 Yeah, that was really shocking. To this, this, this has been very shocking to have a client give you this kind of like accolade like it's that's awesome amazing it was absolutely amazing yeah now you you've you spoke yesterday is that right i spoke this morning okay i'm sorry i'm so shocked that many people should like (laughs) i heard it was on great parties last night (laughs) and 9 15 on a sunday after parties yeah i know i didn't go to any of the parties I was working heavily yeah. on my talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and for all you listeners, she has this kind of like, maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't look on her face. I did. Yeah. I was. Honest and for real. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, uh, we have questions, but they're Arizona related. Yep. And, so, um, so one of the things I'm interested in is... Um, with your perspective, so you are not from Arizona. Absolutely, this is your not. first time in Phoenix, right? Very first time. That's it's awesome. Degrees kind of was like, whoa, because it's, it's a little warm. It's a little warm, <laughs> even for us. I think. This Wait, is and where are you from? Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, okay, so it's snowing yes. there. Yeah. Yeah, I had some friends from Columbus put post <laughs> pictures like it's flurries. Y'all like. Oh, I can't even tell y'all where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get mad. Right. Yeah. They'll be your friends. I, I've learned. Yeah, right. you don't post stuff about Arizona weather to your non-Arizona friends. In they, the wintertime. They, they get angry. Yeah. In the yeah. summertime, you can. Oh, yeah. Because like they, 100 and freaking then 50. They, they laugh at you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you idiot. And then yeah. I go, well, give it six months, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to hear, as you've... I've, you know, coming from this perspective of um, the d- diversity initiative for AIGA, mm-hmm. but coming into Arizona as a non-Arizonan, mm-hmm. as someone outside the state, mm-hmm. how what what's been your your thoughts, your perspective on that? You know, your kind of your takeaways as you've gotten to interact with this community here. Yeah, no, I, I first of all, I have to say I'm I'm just so incredibly pleasantly surprised by what I've heard. And by what I saw and, and people who came to me and who related and who um, felt something from what I spoke about today and even hearing about what type of work I do um, yesterday when Jenny Lamb spoke. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so the biggest, some of the biggest takeaways, one, is that there is a huge um, community of people here who are empathetic towards this. Mm. which is always really heartwarming Mm. for me. Um, And then to hear so many people who, um, after hearing my talk, want to start initiatives of their own. That's awesome. Like, I'm like, I need to, I should have took more cards because I could have (laughs) connected y'all. So that way you guys can create community Mm. of people who also want to affect diversity and inclusion here, who also want to reach out to young people Mm -hmm. and who also want to provide opportunities and access and exposure to what underrepresented youth are doing. So I was super pleased about that. And I think some of the other highlights, um, I loved talking with Eric, the gentleman who did the parallel Mm -hmm. um, 
I loved the uh, gallery project that Kathy created upstairs. Yes. Um, I've already told her when it comes job. to Cleveland, it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, maroon and gold for the Cavs. <laughs> well, of course. I right. mean, how do you, how do you the, not? Right. I told her plagiarism is the biggest form of flag. Because it's <laughs> certainly not going to be the Browns colors. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry. But you know, it's, it's, Careful it's, there, part Mike. Of, it's part of this Ohio bred um, strength. Uh-huh. You know, we say winter, winter builds character. Yeah. So, you know, you Southerners. <laughs> and we have air conditioning all yeah, summer, we don't so we don't build any care. We're like, we, we, we air condition our way out of character. Right, right. So, so even though, you know, um, I've been away from Ohio for a few days, um, there are definitely some things that I'm going to take back, mm-hmm. you know, to my community that I learned and I saw from your community mm-hmm. today. So I'm glad. I'm, That's awesome. I'm stretched as a person. As mm-hmm. you think back on kind of your your whole experience in the last couple of days in Arizona, mm-hmm. what would you say, and it might be too early to, to put a pin on this, mm-hmm. but if you were to look at kind of Arizona's identity, mm-hmm. um, and knowing, you know, there's probably some context even before today mm-hmm. of, you know, I think, unfortunately, we, we end up in the news for certain things. And, Almost definitely. <laughs> um, I, I think, especially me, I'm a native of Arizona, and so I think there's, there's a much broader identity to the state, but I'm always interested in hearing what others think mm-hmm. of our state uh, from an outside perspective mm-hmm. who get to experience it in one way through the media and then experience it in a different way in a relational mm-hmm. context. Well, I mean, what I've witnessed for the few days that I've been here, it, uh, it appears to be a lot of room for opportunity, mm. a lots of room for opportunity. Um, I, I don't think I spoke with any less than five or six educators from different schools, like I'm getting all the ASUs and the UAs and the G, like I'm getting all the GSUs and the, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting all the acronyms to GCU, the school mixed up. <laughs> I got it mixed up. But I know, like <laughs> I've spoken to so many educators and um, had a great conversation with Kyle, the uh, chapter president here mm-hmm. um, last night. We talked about um, what types of trends are happening at um, education, you know, at, at college university level for educators in making an impact and, and exposing, you know, students to design related careers. Mm. And what has that been like? And so we had this like broad dinner last night and um, at PF Chang's, which I was just amazed that they're even housed here. Like I didn't know. I was like, man, I'd invite them to all my meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Those dumplings and that compound chicken. Oh, like, I know. They're so good. <laughs> yeah, bring that with you. <laughs> um, so, so, yes, I see a lot of opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've Many of the people that I spoke with today, you know, I, I feel very comfortable. I'm like, please reach out to me. You know, like I have a public online calendar. I keep a public schedule. You don't even have to ask me to make an appointment. You just go to Design Explorer, click the link, bam. You pop up at 3 o'clock like, hey, what do you want to talk about? Um, so I'm hopeful that um, I'm here again. You know, mm. I'm, I'm feeling very encouraged just because of so many different things that have been shared with me and um, projects that I've learned about that are happening here also that relate to DNI efforts. That's so. awesome. Um, yes. I think it's a great lead-in Uh-oh. for our last question because <laughs> um, we got about we got about four or five minutes left. Okay. Um, and the last question is, what are you up to? 
Oh, man. And is there anything you want to plug? Anything that we want to... Like a project? Project so. you're working on? Obviously, I think Design Explorer is probably... Oh, most definitely. ...the thing to talk it, about. It <laughs> please, 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 please check me out on Design Explorer, and we spell it D-E-S-I-G-N-E-X-P-L-O-R-R.com. We mm. have tons of information on this page. My research work that Jenny Lamb referenced at Amazon... It's a whole 293 pages. It's there. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> there are uh, YouTube videos there. Um, I also have uh, materials about the design challenges that I'm running. Mm -hmm. I just had one in Minneapolis. We had 150 fifth graders and high school and college students show That's up. That's awesome. So we're always looking for places yeah. to do these. If you want a design challenge in your neighborhood, in your school, in your region, call me. We make these things happen from across the country. That's so awesome. We're doing that. And then, of course, there's always stuff going on with AIGA. Yeah. So you can find me there on my website <laughs> and all the social media platforms. That's Snapchat, awesome. Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> All the places. So, oh. so tell people real quickly what tell tell us more a little more about Design Explorer. What the goal is? Maybe. Absolutely, uh, Design Explorer. We celebrate design learning in all facets, mm. and so our number one design goal is to expose youth to design-related careers. And we do mm. that work through youth activities, consulting services with organizations to help them create diversity-building initiatives. Um, we host activities such as design challenges, um, youth. Um, demo workshops, meaning we do like digital photography workshops, industrial design workshops, graphic mm, design workshops, that's awesome. workshops. Um, we do all those types of uh, activities. And then we also do things in this whole college and university space, speaker series. Right now I'm working on an opportunity to do more virtual mentoring. I mentor mm. over 55 students. Um, I mentor on Sunday and Monday nights. Holy cow. You personally? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. You're welcome to come in. That's awesome. <laughs> but you need some help. Yeah. I, Let's get you I some need, more mentors. Yes. You need a grad need, student. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or like eight. I eight. would love a grad student to come and help me with this. Um, but the thing is, is that we, I need, we need to do more mentoring. We mm. need to be able to talk to people about these careers it's not all in the books a lot yep. of this stuff yep. is sharing knowledge and so i need to be able to do that on a virtual platform mm -hmm. so that's something i'm lifting off of the ground right now and then a speaker series at hbcus and uh, hsi schools okay for underrepresented youth there yep. as well so mm -hmm. you're not all doing right. anything not yeah much. you're not busy yeah, at what all do you, what do you do with the rest of your time <laughs> <laughs> do you any hobbies i mean come on this is my <laughs> If, if there were more people doing this kind of work, I wouldn't have to really push this mm -hmm. hard. Plus, I was telling a group of ladies, like, I, I have to answer these calls. I have to answer mm. these emails. I have to answer, you know, this information. There's no one for me to refer you to. Like, I, I absolutely have no one. So mm. as more of us begin to do this work, that's really how we're going to really create a ripple of change yep. to really make an impact on what needs to be done. That's awesome. Awesome. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, so it's Design Explorer, D E S I G N E X P L O R R dot com. Absolutely. My name's awesome. picked that name. Right on. I love That's it. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Jacinda, thanks so much for Thank joining us. Thank you so today. much for Definitely. coming on. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right.